welcome back. Episode 79. We are almost at 80. We are. So crazy. Damn. What are we going to do for our 100th episode? It's got to be something insane. I was actually thinking about that the other day. I was like, you know, we like would joke that like it was maybe going to happen. But now like we're at that point where like it's like like, like 20 away. So yeah. Oh, I think we're going to make it. I think we actually have to plan something now. Shit. Yeah, we'll be working on that because that's okay. uh that's an interesting concept that like we did. I I don't think either of us really thought it was gonna happen, but it looks no. like it might. No, not at all. Didn't think we'd make it this far. But hey, the pandemic just kept going and we we just kept on chugging. <laughs> it's still not really over, even though it it's, seems like it's over. And yeah, it's been just like thinking a while. about that the other day. I was like, shit, we're like kind of still in a global pandemic, but like I don't know things are like kind of back to normal like because even California lifted like the mask mandate in like most places um like a few days ago so even here now it's like I don't know people are kind of still wearing masks but you kind of don't have to it's a really weird vibe (laughs) and like I don't know I just like we were out like Saturday night like no one was wearing masks we were like in bars and stuff and like it's very crowded like pretty normal feeling I don't know it's so weird and like I guess the whole thing now is they're talking more and more about how like the pandemic is just going to like kind of become like endemic like the seasonal flu or something they're kind of saying that like that's what's going to happen it's just kind of like always going to be around now but we like can treat it and like know how to deal with it and stuff so I don't know it's weird but I'm like what if we get other fucking crazy variants they're like oh yeah the variants are gonna like get like like be like less bad as they continue but it's like what if we get another bad one though like (laughs) I don't know I'm just kind of like okay but yeah I don't know it's very strange to kind of be not really out of it but sort of out yeah yeah I was at the store the other day and someone was wearing a mask and I just like didn't have mine on I wasn't thinking about it and I was just like oh uh, that's still happening okay (laughs) I mean here it's a lot more like the majority of people in public are still wearing masks because like our mask mandate just got lifted and like I think in places in California there are still mask mandates like individual like um like cities and stuff can still have their own or whatever but it's just like the statewide one got rolled back um but yeah in San Diego I mean I don't know our cases have just like never been crazy like other areas of San Diego I feel like like we've just never gotten hit as bad as other places like we never had like a situation like LA or like like the bay area and stuff so i don't know it's it's very strange we'll we'll kind of see but most people are still wearing masks like at grocery stores and stuff here but then you see a few people not and you're just like oh oh yeah okay you can do that now cool 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 like (laughs) so yeah um but anyway what's new with you uh let's see um it's President's Day, the day we're recording. So I uh, took uh, Kelsey and I were both off. So we took Jazz to her like favorite dog park. So she's had a fun, fun day. So she's having Aww. a great day. Best day and, ever. <laughs> um, oh, and then Friday night, that's what I was going to talk about is um, uh, I post on Instagram, but it's like Kelsey and I's favorite like pop up bar. And so they change every uh, like two months or so. It's like a different theme. They'll close down for a bit, then reopen. So this mm. one was like Valentine's Day. So they did like a love shack, kind of like love in general type theme That's and uh, posted some fun drinks there. It was really, really good drinks. And then uh, as we were going home, I made Kelsey cry, apparently. What did you do? 
So <laughs> I had had some drinks. I wasn't drunk. Like a good was, cry or like a bad cry? You'll find out. Um, oh no. <laughs> I was like, yo, let's go to Target. And I was, she was like, why? I was like, for the whole week, I've really wanted Skittles. So I'm going to go get some Skittles. Okay, and, that's fair. Yeah. And so we went to, I went to Target and um, she normally likes the purple, like the wild berry Skittles, but I wanted like the giant bag. And so I got like a $5 mm-hmm. bag of giant Skittles and yeah. I bring it out to the car. Okay. And she's like, oh, I wanted like the purple ones. And I was like, yeah, like I would have done it, but like, I just wanted the mega size bag. <laughs> we just need a lot of Skittles. <laughs> yeah, I was like, sorry. I just really wanted a lot of Skittles. And she was like, that's fine. She was like, I used to like the like original more, but then like a couple of years ago, they replaced like the lime Skittles with green apple. And I just hate the green apple ones. And I was like, um, on the bag, this one says this has lime. And she's like, don't fuck with me. And I'm like, no, like look at the bag. It says like original lineup with lime and then she started crying because she missed the lime skittle oh so much God. and was so happy and I was like yeah I'm gonna tell people I made you cry because of skittles I love that wait <laughs> but when were they ever green apple I like I did not know this was a thing I didn't either. And then she posted on Facebook, like her discovery. And then like a lot of other people were like, oh my God, like, I, I quit eating Skittles because they did that stuff. And I was like, I don't remember any of this. Wow. Like, I don't know. I, rem- I had no idea this was a thing. Yeah. I didn't know that this was like a big deal to people. Um, oh my gosh. So, well, yeah. <laughs> well, I'm happy for her. <laughs> I'm very happy um, for her. Oh my gosh. That's really funny. Well, I just posted a meme the other day. I mean, it wasn't really a meme. It was just like, I missed these and it was like sour Skittles. And oh, I love those. I know. And I didn't realize they don't make them anymore. I mean, I haven't had them in years, but I was like, oh, that explains a lot. Like they don't make them. But like, yeah. I remember getting those, like going to movies and that was like my movie treat, like was like getting like sour Skittles. They literally made your mouth bleed, but they were like so good, <laughs> like worth it. <laughs> yeah. They're all like almost like too sour, really. They but... were like legit painful. Like, and I loved them. <laughs> no I know it was like so sad though I was like wait shit they don't make those are you kidding me like okay yeah so sad times in Skittles land but I guess you know we lose one Skittle but we gain another (laughs) yeah so we got the line back for anyone who like Kelsey was really passionate about the Skittles then you got it back I'm I'm really happy for her (laughs) (laughs) and for all the lime Skittles lovers out there (laughs) oh man well are you ready to get into some stories yeah it's 79 so that means i'm first i guess you know it. question mark i like how okay. we're still unsure about how odd and even numbers work we're always like wait does that mean it's like my turn <laughs> that's crazy <laughs> like, <laughs> yeah i used to make fun of uh, my favorite murder back when i listened because never they, remembering like, who goes they first. like yeah it was like the hardest thing ever and so with ours i was like well it's just odds and evens that's not that hard but for some reason every time I have to like confirm the episode title and then be like, wait, is it? I don't remember. For those who don't still listen, I do still listen. Just so you're aware, they like don't do that anymore. Like they don't discuss it or anything. Like they just like, I think they decide ahead of time, like who's going first and there's no reason to it, but they're just like, okay, today I have like, yeah, they just like dive in. (laughs) So I actually didn't think you, I thought you quit listening too. I did for a while. And then I went back when they, I, I quit for a while when they start, when they were just playing like, 
quilt episodes basically or like best of ones where they would just like splice together old stories they were doing that for like six months or something i I quit for a while i skipped a bunch of the ones that were just reruns essentially or like really bad recordings of like live episodes that they're like oh "Oh, this was previously a live episode that only the fan cult could hear and i'm like okay there was a reason for that though it's because it's like not good so i skipped i skipped the live ones but they haven't played a live one in a long time because they haven't at this point they haven't toured in forever i feel like they've actually exhausted their recordings of live episodes probably um are the good ones at least yeah because they played so many so they haven't done that in a long time and they went back to like recording like actual new content so i started listening to those like i picked up from with the new content and i mean it's actually pretty good like i feel like they just at this point like they don't actually do anything and that's why it's better like they've just completely outsourced like all of it like they have researchers and writers who basically like research and write their entire stories and it's literally just Karen and George are like read from a sheet of paper essentially no but they kind of needed that though like to be honest yeah I know so it's actually like I mean it's actually interesting because it's like oh okay these are actually good and like well written and like interesting and like don't just like go off on random tangents because like someone else is doing them um and I feel like they have like better production now like the production I feel like they're a lot more heavily edited now like they they edit out I think like large portions of like them talking and stuff like it just the episodes just feel like a lot cleaner and like more streamlined and it's it's better they still leave in like some random chatter at the beginning but it's not like an hour of like what tv we watched (laughs) like (laughs) so that's like one of the things like when we started I was like we can't do that because like Karen and Georgia like it was just like endless like I was like, are they going to get to like some point? Like, and it's always just random shit too. Well, luckily our podcast, we don't have any point to get to. The whole thing is just us ranting. So (laughs) I guess that works for us since it's all we have to offer. (laughs) We're not telling you actual information on this pod. (laughs) We usually like, we like, we'll do the stories and then do random shit. So (laughs) yeah. Oh, speaking of which start us off (laughs) okay so uh this person messed up by not logging out of amazon Hmm, okay this could get interesting (laughs) it is kind of interesting actually so this dude is a a 41 year old dude and his wife is 39 uh he was using his wife's amazon account just because like i think it's like most families where like it's under like one person's name everybody got like 20 people on that shit yeah yeah All right, so uh, she had Amazon Prime. On Saturday, I ordered some computer parts and then uh, left to go shopping. I usually always log off uh, accounts like this because our kids always already give us an expensive lesson with mobile games. After I returned home, my wife kept giving me these weird looks the entire rest of the day. And in the evening when we were alone, she asked me if I wanted to tell her something. Completely clueless, I just answered, no, why, what's going on? She seemed to make it her a bit angry, and she asked me why I ordered that stuff. I started to explain why I wanted to upgrade my PC, but was cut off in the middle by by my explanation by her holding her phone in my face saying, not the computer parts, this. And I got to read the confirmation emails about, here we go, uh, one set of three butt plugs, uh, (laughs) two vibrators, big and small, one set of handcuffs, and then 500 milliliters of lube. She told me she already checked and it was ordered from us. No one else logged into her account. So after a bit of arguing and a sudden realization, 
we got way too much information about what our 14 year old daughter planned to spend her Christmas money. And our daughter got a very embarrassing lesson about confirmation emails. So, oh no, they had a Tina Belcher in that house. <laughs> oh my God. <laughs> she had plans. <laughs> she had a lot of plans, but I like the like handcuffs, butt pugs, and vi- like two vibrators. Dude, like, God. what is she doing as a 14 year old man? Yeah. <laughs> that, okay, that's some euphoria shit right there. That is. That's what euphoria is doing to our youth, I'm telling you. <laughs> By the way, I did watch my one and only uh, oh Euphoria God. episode last night. And it was last probably, like, the most bizarre episode of Euphoria to watch also last night. So that's hilarious. <laughs> did, you watch, did you watch it too? Yeah, I did. <laughs> yeah, it was just like they're doing a play about like the events of the series. And I was constantly like, Kelsey, like, so like what happened? I, I don't know what's going on. Oh She's like, God. I don't really want to like explain all this no, to you. No, it, it's like, too in-depth. That's yeah. fair. <laughs> oh my gosh. But yeah, what you said about the fucking theater budget for this school. <laughs> I already know people were like, these high schoolers are not like high schoolers. But then they had like rotating sets and like it was so intricate Absolutely and like the props insane. were so good. And I was like, what is this high school theater and the fact the that the- i need a hero number oh my god that was, was so good that was really Broadway good production it was so funny <laughs> actually i think my favorite part of it was just mod apatow running around everyone like get in the fucking game we're doing know, a play <laughs> <laughs> she's like i will replace you like <laughs> Oh my God, she's so funny. Um, Yeah, but no, what a crazy episode. I Now that you have at least watched that episode, I, I'll send you some Euphoria memes because there's some really good ones, obviously, about last nice. night's episode. <laughs> Ooh, uh, anyway. That was funny. Yeah. Um, all right. So here's my first one. Um, this is from that account I follow that's like, damn, you need Jesus, um, where people just- Those like, are always good. They're insane. People just submit the craziest shit, but it's so crazy. You like, you're like, no, this is true. Like, you know, no you one do would need make- some Jesus. Yeah, no one would make this up. Like, <laughs> um, okay. So I was dating a guy long-term in college. I probably should have known it was a bad move to date him as the relationship started off rocky and he had trouble committing to me. For instance, right before we were officially dating, he tried to hook up with one of my friends right in front of me, like Ooh. trying to lock me out of his room when they were in there type of oh, shit. Geez. <laughs> me and that girl are no longer friends. <laughs> Anyways, one night I walk in on him hooking up with his ex-girlfriend. Dude didn't even bother to lock his bedroom door. No. The best part, or maybe most fucked up, is that he tried to fix it by Venmoing me $600. <laughs> <laughs> she take it i just sent the money back with the public message fuck you for cheating on me i'm in a happy relationship now but boy did that one mess me up (laughs) okay i would have taken that money though like come on (laughs) that was my thing too is i was like if he's offering it then there's no like strings attached girl go get that money secure the bag you know like So anyway, yeah, that was my first one. It's just fantastic. I love the idea of Venmoing someone just to be like, hey, babe, don't worry. Here you go. Like, <laughs> like how sad. That is sad. But yeah, don't. And dudes, like, yeah, money doesn't fix things. But no, no. Yeah. No. <laughs> so I'm not going to read the title of this one. Uh, it's, it's a Today I Fucked Up. And so here we go. Okay. 
He said, this all happened a few years ago. I woke up at like 2 a.m. and shuffled my way to the bathroom to take a piss. I'm half asleep and trying to be quiet so I don't wake up my girlfriend. Also, why I didn't turn on the lamp or the bathroom light. I have my eyes half closed and I'm too sleepy to care about aiming while standing up. I usually get up an hour early, so I'll clean the bathroom before my wife even wakes up. I start peeing and about two seconds later, I hear my wife yell, what the fuck? She had been sitting on the toilet when her head down when she was too sleepy too. I had peed on her head and when she yelled, I got startled and lashed out suddenly. My my fist caught her squarely in the eye and it swelled up for about a week. The next couple hours were spent with me helping her clean up and her vomiting, crying, and ultimately calling in sick. That was about five years ago. What the fuck? We've all been married for three years in June. To this day, whenever I get up to pee, she tells me to turn on the light. We also had fun trying to explain to friends, coworkers, and concerned strangers that I was not abusive. At one point, when someone asked her what happened, she just shrugged it off by saying, Piss happens. <laughs> Oh my god. That's wild. Uh, it is wild. I love that she was just like on the toilet and then all of a sudden got like peed on. Got peed on. That's hilarious. <laughs> oh my god. I love it. <laughs> Damn. Whew. All right. So the next one is uh, one of our favorite categories. Am I the asshole? Oh, those are always great. This one's a gem. Okay. Um. You know what? I'm just going to dive in. Um, not even yeah. going to tell you the title. Here we go. Um, my younger daughter, Haley, 28 female, is marrying my older daughter, Jennifer, 30 females, ex-fiance, Sam. Okay. I so, feel like we've been in this situation before. So it's never before. good. It's, it's never, never good. good. No. no. Yeah. Um, okay. So Jennifer, so the older daughter, is mad at me because I'm going to Haley's wedding. She says that I'm condoning her bad sister's behavior as always, but that's simply not true. When the wedding was called off and we found that it was because Sam and Haley were dating, I called Haley immediately and asked her to rethink the relationship. She continued not only for her sister's sake, but also because, because, oh, she's saying I continued not, not only for her sister's sake, but also because if he could do it once, he could do it twice. And I didn't want her to get hurt. Um, she reassured me this wasn't the case that they were meant for each other and had known this for a long time. So I left it at that. I also spoke to Sam. He apologized for any hurt he may have caused, but said that it wouldn't be fair to marry Jennifer when deep in his heart, he knew that he was in love with Haley. They've officially been together for a little over a year now, and they truly seem happy and in love. My husband is supporting Jennifer. He's disgusted with the whole situation and doesn't want anything to do with it. At one point, he announced that he wouldn't be giving Sam his blessing or walking Haley down the aisle. I don't like what this household has become. This is the first Christmas we haven't spent together as a whole family. Mm -hmm. I don't like the situation any more than my husband or Jennifer do, but they don't understand that ignoring the reality of it doesn't make it go away. When he said that he wasn't walking Haley down the aisle, she was devastated. I asked my husband if he was willing to risk his relationship with Haley by not walking her down the aisle. Jennifer accused me then of trying to twist him to my side. I told Jennifer that it's not about sides. It's about learning how to forgive. I told her that it's been over a year now since her and Sam broke up and she's been bitterly jumping from relationship to relationship because she's so focused on Haley and Sam that if she never learns to forgive them, she'll never be at peace. Um, she says that I don't understand that Haley purposely stole, stole Sam from her and that she's been doing this since they were kids and I never noticed. I told her that she should have told me then. She said that I shouldn't, 
I should have been paying closer attention and noticed it. I told her that she has to learn to let go of certain <laughs> things in the past in order to move forward. And that if Haley did steal Sam, as she claimed, then Haley did her a favor. She didn't want to hear that, but it needed to be said. Finally, she said, if I go to the wedding, it means Haley was my favorite child all along and that she'll never speak to me again. I told her that I'm going to the wedding just as I would have gone to hers if she was in that situation. She said, okay, and hung up. Later, my husband calls me from work telling me she called him crying. Would I be an asshole if I go to my younger daughter's wedding? <laughs> oh, boy. <laughs> That's a lot. So I'm firmly in the camp that this mom is absolutely the asshole um, because it clearly sounds like like this Jennifer is absolutely right that Haley the younger sister has been the favorite all along and this mom is absolutely taking Haley's side in all of this and is basically just like fuck you Jennifer like it like I feel like the dad is in the right for being like what the fuck I'm not condoning this like I'm on Jennifer's side I feel like the whole family should just like not talk to Haley basically she sounds very toxic yeah, I'm kind of like on the fence because like I don't know if I have like enough information to make like a solid decision. Because in a way, I do agree with the mom of like, yeah, yeah, like one of your kids is getting married. Like it's some like weird circumstances, but like it's still like you're gonna like want to support your child. But then like this whole other stuff is like really messy. Yeah. Um, if they were right that they like apologize to her, I just feel like I don't know, like. I feel like it's just like a lose-lose situation because like one child's mad then the other child's mad so I don't really feel like there's like a winning side in either way yeah I feel like no one's gonna be happy either way but I don't know I feel like I feel like Haley's the one who's in the wrong here like I feel like Jennifer didn't do anything wrong not really she's just mad that like basically like her family's like all this is going down and she felt hurt so yeah. I, I get her point of view like I'm team Jennifer on this one I feel like she didn't ask for any of this and didn't do anything wrong so like therefore people should be on her side when Haley's the one who like actively did something like you know bad right I don't know I mean like Haley already gets to like get married to the guy she supposedly loves or whatever like I feel like if her family's not talking to her at the end of the day it's like well okay you got what you wanted like you have to deal with the consequences you know she's still getting to like get married yeah like that and that's kind of like what like I mean like she would be happy to be married that guy I think also like it's a year like if it was like a three year since this all went down it makes a little bit of a difference but it's like yo like this all like kind of just happened it's all really soon I know yeah damn like he went from literally being engaged to being engaged again in a year plus like I would be worried like even discounting all the family drama like if I was the one daughter who's now marrying him I would be like is he just gonna leave her for like some other person while they're engaged and stuff like that too like you know what I mean yeah I mean the the mom did make a good point when she said when she first tried to talk Haley out of it like when it first happened because she was like if he did this once he can do it again like that yeah and I feel like that's a good point yeah but oh man I don't know what a mess (laughs) oh yeah it's messy everywhere yeah well I got some fun um little like tinder stuff oh fantastic all right so this um girl's name is inventa i-n-v-e-n-t-a oh okay so this guy let in with how about we invent a new pose together 
And she said, don't make jokes with my name. He said, well, you better invent a new name. (laughs) (laughs) Double down. Nice. (laughs) I liked it. I thought he, I thought he did the classy move. Yeah. Yeah. So this person, this is like a hinge account. So the hinge has like little prompts and stuff. And so uh, Bradley said, um, my last meal would be a porterhouse steak or a jalapeno burger. So this girl had a hell of a response to that. She said, we better make our first date a steakhouse then. I'd honor your last meal request before I suck your soul out through your dick. Oh. <laughs> Yo. <laughs> I'd probably do it though. <laughs> oh, goodness. Uh, yeah. And then, yeah, I think that's all I had on like the tender ones. They weren't as crazy this week. I had to like scroll through a lot of them, but I enjoyed those two a lot. Damn, that's solid. <laughs> I just, wow, that really took a turn at the end. <laughs> yeah, she, but there was like no chill at all. She just Zero like, chill. No, <laughs> absolutely none. Whew. Okay. So my, my next one is once again, an am, am I the asshole? And if you thought the last one was wild. Oh boy. Buckle up. <laughs> buckle up, buckaroo. <laughs> Ooh, okay, here we go. I'm not going to read you the title. Just going to get right into it. Mm-hmm. I, 29-year-old 20 female, dated a guy, Joe. Hey. Oh, that's me. 30-year-old male. <laughs> oh, I'm a man. It's you. <laughs> um, dated a guy, Joe, for three months before he left me to go back to his ex, Kim, who's also 30 female. Right after we broke up, I found out I was pregnant with twins, and now I'm at 24 weeks. I let him know and he's ecstatic. Turns out his girlfriend has fertility issues and will likely never be able to get pregnant naturally. And he has always wanted to be a father. Getting back together was out of the question for both of us. So he's still with his girlfriend. Okay. So far, you know. So far, this doesn't seem terrible. But like, okay, maybe they're just going to co-parent or something. Cool, cool, cool. Yeah. Um, Joe spoke to Kim about the news and she asked to speak with me personally. I met them at their house and Kim stated that she wanted to be involved in the pregnancy because she would eventually be the children's stepmother. She started telling me that I needed to do a home birth, that I needed to formula feed so that they could have the babies half of the week, and that she wanted one boy and one girl, and that she wanted the kids to call her mama since they would be calling me mommy. I shut her down and said I would make the best choices for my children and my body and left. (laughs) I mean, yeah, like, okay. Kim continued to be overbearing and texted me every day about my eating habits, exercise habits, and bitching about how her job wouldn't let her take maternity leave. (laughs) Her like, what? She's the stepmom? Okay. Um, This is where it gets better. At the virtual genetics counseling appointment, she attended instead of Joe and took over the whole meeting, trying to talk about her family history, which was obviously not relevant. No. (laughs) This girl's crazy. This girl's really crazy. (laughs) So, like, I have a history of this. Bitch, you are not involved. No. When it came time for my 20 week level two scan, they they allowed me one guest and Joe suggested I take Kim instead of him, which I refused to do. Good for her. 
Joe did end up coming and he found out the gender because I wanted to keep it a surprise for me so we could throw a gender reveal party. I put a pregnancy announcement on my social media and then she put up an announcement saying they were expecting twins the non-traditional way and how blessed she was. I was irritated but I kept my mouth shut. Then she threw a gender reveal party and posted it on social media. I wasn't even invited. What? You didn't invite the real mom to the- She also announced that she's having a baby shower. I commented on her posts and told her to stop treating me like a surrogate, that the kids weren't hers, and that Joe didn't have any claim or custody of the kids until they are born. I then called Joe and reiterated all of this and stated that I would not be seeing either of them until we went to family court and that my mother would be my birthing partner. He, Kim, and some of her friends and family are saying I'm an asshole and her her mother even called and insisted I give her one of my babies. Like, is this the parent trap? (laughs) So am I the asshole? (laughs) This is almost like too like, because I feel like there's a degree of things sometimes this there's is, seriously like no degrees this woman no, is just insane no, no. <laughs> unhinged like oh my god if I were this girl I would I wouldn't even like speak to either of them like I literally would tell this Joe guy like never mind I'm doing this on my own they're my kids I'm not gonna yeah. give you any rights to see them like sorry mm-hmm. bye you no. I would literally want to, but no, we're not doing that. So the internet is in agreement. Everyone feels like this is obviously insane. Um, And everyone is saying that they need to go to court for like legit custody arrangements and work this shit out because like Jesus, like that's so crazy. And that's like real unhinged, like on It is like next level. Like I, I can't. (laughs) God damn. Ooh. That was wow. a lot. I that know. Was a whole lot. No, I know. It's, it's a lot indeed. Um, well, that's all my stories. So <laughs> guess we will take a little breather then because I think I need it. <laughs> <laughs> Me too. I'm like worn out. Um, and we'll be right back. stepmother or father looking to know how your genetics play into this random child that you've never met before? Well, head on over to stepsestry.com. We have agents standing by to answer all the questions that people have called you a moron for asking. For the reasonable price of $69 per question, we'll have our common sense experts answer your most pertinent questions. Use offer code NOTSOCASUAL and you will unlock our VIP service. Well, we are charge you $420 to ask 10 minutes worth of questions and promise not to roll our eyes too much when looking directly at you. Stepsestry.com. We didn't think it was necessary, but apparently it is. All right, and we are back. Took a little breather after that last story. That was still truly yeah we needed it (laughs) um but yeah i think today we're just gonna do a little recap of like what we've been watching lately because like there's been a lot of a lot of content cranked out recently i feel like i don't know i feel like we are in that winter lull where like a lot of like normal season tv shows are like not or like on a break or something i feel like we're in that weird winter gap where they just dump a bunch of shit at us of like mini series and stuff so i feel like i have watched a lot of shit recently so why don't you start us off with the movie 
you watched. Yes, I actually meant to talk about this last week because we watched it for uh, Valentine's Day. But it's on Amazon. It has Charlie Day and Jenny Slate. It's called I Want You Back. Yeah, I've I've seen the ads, but I have not watched it. But I, I love both of those people, so I was intrigued. I do too. I would say it's like maybe like a B minus movie, if I'm being like completely honest with everyone. Okay. Like, I don't feel like you have to like go rush to like see it, but like it's not bad by any means, if that also makes sense. It's just like, okay. okay. Um, but I feel like it has some interesting stuff that I thought like would be worth like talking about here. So, um, eBay. I'll just explain the basic concept because it's really not that difficult, basically. So Jenny Slate and Charlie Day both get broken up with. And so then they're going to work together to like get their exes back. Mm. And let me guess, they end up falling in love instead. Yeah, it's actually kind of interesting in a way. Like, it's not exactly how you think it would go. But um, yeah, I mean, like you can tell from the outset, like this is what's going to happen. Right, right. So why Jenny Slate falls for Charlie is that like um he's really really good with like elderly people and kids okay and I don't know I was just like as I was watching it, I was thinking about it and I was like it's interesting that like it always works on like the guy point of view like there's never like a movie where like oh this girl's really good with children like she would be a great person but it was like I feel like it's kind of like that thing where like the guy bar is like lower. Oh, and the guy bar is like on the ground. It is like so sad. Yeah, absolutely. No, but it was just like, as I was watching, I was like, it was just like interesting to me. Cause I was like, I already knew this, but it's just like, and like, it was sad too. It was like, we were both watching it. We we're like, oh, he's so good. Like, and I was having that reaction. Like too, it's getting like, you. Yeah. Yeah. It was getting me, but then like, I was like mentally aware of it, but like still like it, I fell for it. God, fucking, <laughs> no fucking society and the patriarchy just like is so annoying in that regard. It's like, I, I follow a lot of, I follow these like parenting accounts because like, I just like, think they're interesting. Cause I'm a fucking weirdo and, on like Instagram. And like, they're always talking about how, you know, like, it, 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 the standard for men is like literally on the ground. Like if you, there's such a, a an annoying double standard in society. Yeah. Like if you're a dad that like does the absolute bare minimum, you're considered like a great father. You're up on a pedestal. Like, oh my God, best father ever. He's so involved. He like, you know, did one thing for his kids. And it's like, moms are expected to do, to do everything. And if they do anything wrong, they're like a bad mom. So it's like the total opposite. It's so annoying, but yeah, no one, no one looks at at, at like women and like oh wow they're like so good with kids like they're really nice to yeah. old people like they're gonna they'd make a great life partner no it's just like the standard it's expected where like if you're not good with kids or like you're like I don't know mean to old people or whatever I mean you shouldn't do that but like if no. you're just like not going out of your way to be like above and beyond like great with them you're like a horrible person like it's not there's no gray area and it's like so frustrating yeah it's like no you're expected as a woman to be like great with kids like super loving to everyone like that's just like the standard and yeah it's very frustrating no there actually is uh I don't it's another movie where I, I enjoyed it but I didn't like I don't fully recommend it but um there's a movie on Netflix called The Lost Daughter that Maggie Gyllenhaal directed okay that looked interesting I it's on my list I've been meaning to watch it how is it like I said, it's a good movie. I just like don't really give it like a full recommendation if that's like, it's kind of a weird kind of half thing too, okay. where like, I feel like it's not like an A, but there's parts of the movie that are A. Like the acting is really good. It got like two nominations. Cause for, it's like, like Olivia Coleman and yeah. Dakota Johnson, right? Mm -hmm. 
Okay, yeah. I like I love both of them. No, and it's a good movie. It's just like it kind of runs a little bit long. I think is more yeah. my like big um, thing with it. But no, like part of the movie that's really interesting is like she's like a successful woman who just like doesn't really have mothering instincts. Mm-hmm. And I think that's actually one of the best parts of the movie is like, that's one of the few movies I've seen where like that really gets like explored of like, hey, yeah, she's like a good, like a successful person has like a lot of intellect, but like she has kids and just like mothering is just like not for her, like at all. She's just not built for it. So yeah, usually like, it's like what you're saying is like, they're expected to love old people and love kids, but this one, she just doesn't. Yeah. And some people just like, don't have that. And like, yeah, I mean, I feel like some people like go into it being like, oh, well, like if I have kids, it'll just like come. Happen, but like yeah. for, I feel like for some people it just like doesn't, you know, and like, there's nothing wrong with that. It's just like, oh, okay. You're not really like, cut out for this. Like, yeah, no, I've been meaning to watch that one. Well, cool. Um, anything else about the, the Charlie Day movie? Probably not. <laughs> not, not really. Like I said, it's like Nothing a solid noting. B minus. Like I don't think you should go rush to see it, but if you're looking, cause that's how we were is like, we wanted a, um, movie to watch valentine's day we didn't want like a typical one so we thought this one would be like a little bit funnier and yeah. it was fine um actually like the real mvp in it um was pete davidson pops up for like two minutes oh shit <laughs> he was very funny he oh, was very him. very funny yep. and just like this random like thing out of nowhere so yeah that's amazing all right well i may need to watch it just for like two minutes of pete honestly oh <laughs> uh, cool um well, let's see. Some other things I've been watching. Um, you watched Murderville, right? Yeah, I watched Murderville. Yeah. I don't know. I thought it was like, okay. I didn't think it was anything like amazing. My more, my more. I was uh, a little disappointed. The issue I had with it is I actually really, really liked the Conan episode and the Marshawn Lynch episode. Okay. The Marshawn Lynch was my favorite one because he was so good. He was really good and like very into it, which is like very funny. Which yeah. is also funny because he was on Conan O'Brien's podcast this past week. Okay. He Fun is crossover. so funny. He's really funny. Yeah. I don't like, he, he, like, cause like, I don't know. There's like certain athletes where like they do humor really well. Like he's not even like trying to do anything. He's just like very naturally he's just funny. Hilarious. <laughs> just his existence is really funny. No, I know. I thought he, he was my favorite episode. So for those who haven't watched Murderville is like a, it's short. It's like six episodes, but it's um, Will Will Arnett is the main guy, and he plays a detective in like a fake, um, you know, police um, department or whatever. And each episode, he so it's like a he. It, there is a script, like it's like a scripted thing from like his end but then like yeah each episode they bring in like a special guest to be his like new like partner in training and that guest is like a celebrity and they like don't get a script or anything they just like go in blind so they have to basically just like improv like with him and like go along with like the story and they're trying to like solve a murder like each episode and I mean, the premise is really funny. I really like the way it's set up. I just felt like some of them weren't that funny. Like, I don't know. Like, I didn't think Annie Murphy was very good. Um, no, I wasn't as into her. Like, some of them were just, like, not that great. But um, I really liked Marshawn Lynch. Oh, and um, Kumail. Yeah, Kumail Nanjiani. Like, I, he was great. I thought he was funny. 
I thought he needed to commit a little bit more, but he laughed um, a lot. Like he was like cracking up like a lot of the time, but the, the part where he was doing the walk. Yes. That's the best. I part. That's like one of the best parts. Like I, that was the funniest. Like, <laughs> the walk. And then on Conan's, whenever Will Arnett was reacting to magic was like, those are like yeah. amazing moments. Yes. Yeah. So there, it had its moments overall. I would give that one also maybe like a B minus, like yeah. it's not not great but like a fun watch if you want something stupid to kind of like have on in the background <laughs> um similarly um the i just finished watching it we like binged it all in one day yesterday because we didn't do like anything so we watched um the new Kristen bell one the one that's like making yes of murder yeah. i can't even remember what it's called it's like the woman across, that, the, across street the street from, from the, girl the girl in the, in the window. window yeah yeah <laughs> So it's making fun of like these like, you know, crime mystery dramas and stuff. And she is, of course, like the woman who like drinks too much. Like she has these huge wine glasses where she just pours like a full bottle of wine into them. And like, yeah, so she drinks, she's on like a bunch of like prescription drugs that she abuses and she's like mixing them. So you don't know what she's hallucinating and what's like real and so that's a basic setup but then it's like it's like making fun of this genre of stuff so there's like moments of it being like funny but it's like very like deadpan humor and it's like I don't know I just wanted it to be like a little funnier overall I I liked it but I felt like it just like could have been better I feel like it got stuck in this weird place of kind of like it wasn't quite real mystery-ish enough but then it also wasn't quite funny enough I felt like it was in this weird like in-between space and it just kind of like got stuck I don't know so you've seen the movie Airplane right yeah so basically what that movie did is um they took a whole a real movie from the 50s I think it's called like Airport or something like that okay and so they used that movie and like as a backdrop they just like made a ton of jokes about it so this movie basically did the exact same thing. Um, I think there's a movie on Netflix called like A Woman in the Window or something like that, where they like partially get the title yeah. from. Yeah, but, it's it's an Amy Adams movie, I believe. It's based on a book, I'm pretty sure. Um, but yeah, so they uh, got it from there. And so like, uh, I think Kelsey actually read it, which was funny because like as she was watching it, she realized that that book is basically the exact same as like The Girl on the Train. Yeah. There, there's a bunch well there's a bunch of these that are really similar which is like why it's funny <laughs> like <laughs> yeah I think truly like so the grave like where they had like the kids grave and they put like a different like kind of like chuggy-ish uh like thing on the grave like was probably like my favorite thing yeah um and then uh, the uh the sex scene and then there's one other thing that oh yeah where how the child died which is she's like oh my oh. god yeah okay that <laughs> i was like screaming when like they said like he was an fbi profiler <laughs> yes like, it's take your daughter to work day and so he's an, FBI, he's an fbi profiler and he left the daughter in a room with massacre mike like, he, <laughs> like she literally got eaten no that part okay so that part was funny so there were moments where I full-on like laugh out loud screamed because there were like these like brief little moments of like oh my god okay stop that's hilarious but like overall I just wish they'd lean into the comedy like a little bit harder I just thought it was like a little like not like subtle but just like 
they could have done more with the comedy element I feel like that was yeah I was I was all for the deadpan but I agreed with you where there's like a times where I'm just like they're like almost like two to the script of like yo let's like add some more jokes it was a little too real yeah I was kind of like no I want like full-on like over-the-top ridiculousness because like I feel like airplane is like for your example like full-on over-the-top ridiculous and like that's why it works like I don't know I feel like this needs to just be a little bit more but it was like very funny. I also loved the male stripper when she's yes. like, she's like, oh, Chastity, like, of course she was a stripper. And he's like, no, she was a bartender. I was the I stripper. Was the stripper. <laughs> <laughs> I did love, I loved his whole like story arc. Like, <laughs> oh my God. Yeah. But no, it had, it has moments. Um, but overall, I just wish they'd done a little bit more. Do you think they're going to do another season? I think they, they are, kind of set I, it up like that. Yeah, the ending season. of it is so like they like hinted at it so much. Yeah, I could see it. Oh my gosh. Um, but yeah, so I mean, again, it, it, kind of the same rating, like worth worth a watch if you want something kind of funny to like not pay like too much attention to. Like, you know, it's like there's certain category shows where you're like, I want to put something on that's like entertaining, but where I don't have to like think too hard. I would say that's like Murderville and this show. Like you can just right. kind of put them on. Like, but they have a little bit of like a darker tone, you know? So like I like them. Like, yeah. Um now speaking of something I really did love, have you watched The Tender Swindler? No, I haven't. You told me about that okay. last night and I was just like, oh, like I've, I've heard about it, but I like, couldn't tell if so I wanted to get on it or not. So everyone needs to watch this. It fucked me up. It's so, it's so interesting. It's so wild. Um, is it Netflix? I, yeah, it's on Netflix. It's not like a series, which is a huge relief. It's literally oh, just thank like- thank God. No, I know. It's literally just like a one and a half, maybe two hour documentary or whatever. It's okay, just like one do and done. So I highly recommend everyone watch it. It's worth it. It's like the same length as a movie basically. Um, Cause that's my thing is a lot of these, they're like way too drawn out. They're like, here's a six episode series of this. And I'm like, I don't fucking need that. Like, no, no just get I to it. Here. No, this one is clean to the point. Very good. Very crazy. Highly recommend. I'm not going to spoil it, but essentially it's this guy who just poses as this insanely rich dude on Tinder and literally quite literally just swindles women out of like millions of dollars. It is absolutely absurd. And I can't really even like explain it any further. You just need to watch. Um, so yeah, highly, highly recommend that one. Um, uh, we actually of- never got into uh, Mandalorian. Okay, well, I mean, Book of Boba Fett that was Mandalorian. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. That's, that's so funny that, like, my brain did that. You like, literally and I wasn't cannot like, process that. No, I mean, Book no, of I'm Boba Fett wrong. with absolutely no Boba Fett. Yeah. <laughs> it's like um, they got halfway through it. They're like, I don't know. Should we just add Mando in here? Yeah, why not? Yeah, yeah, no, like absolutely throw him in. Um, it's, yeah, I mean, I I felt like it turned itself around this season when it basically just turned into Mandalorian season three. Um, I don't know, like it's, it, it was good, I guess. I, I, I don't even know what to say about it. I'm just like, okay, yeah, like, book of boba fett was basically just setting us up for the next season of the mandalorian that's all it is what i didn't get about it is like i feel like some of these shows now are like it's just like a star wars like universe tv series like in general there's no division anymore everyone just shows up everywhere like ahsoka just like showing up for like half an episode and then like we've got the weird like 
de-aged Luke thing going on. Yeah. I don't know. Shit's just getting messy. Like they need to just recast Luke at this point. Like yeah, I'm they sorry. Should. Like all love to Mark Hamill. You know I love him, but like yeah, I just when you're playing someone who's like fucking 30 years younger or something, like you just need to recast them already. Like, I mean, they did it with like other Star Wars series. Like they recast people and stuff. Like they just need and it worked for the most part you know it's not exactly the same but like people like accept it you know so like I feel like you just need to recast him and like have you seen the ones about Sebastian Stan like yeah yeah I mean he'd be brilliant yeah so like I just I don't know I just I wish they would just do that already because it's getting weird it worked for like one scene or two but now that they're having like full conversations with him and stuff I'm like this is creepy I don't like this and he's doing like flips too, like old Mark Hamill as young Mark Hamill doing like random flips and everything. I know. I'm too. like, y'all need to calm down. This is too much. Like, <laughs> but yeah. The, I mean... uh, also, like, what I don't get to is like, and like, Solo is not a good Star Wars movie, but what worked well on Solo was like having like Donald Glover, where it's like he might be a better Landau than original Landau. And so I want something like that, where it's just like, give me something like, a new actor who's like yo i want to like yeah and it does like no one's gonna be mad if it's not exactly the same person as long as you kind of like capture like the spirit of that character and it's like good casting that's like what's important and i think that's why people liked like you know donald glover lando is because like you know yeah like was he an exact clone of like billy d williams like no not at all but like he captured like his essence really well and like he kind of like put his own spin on it and like people like that you know like we're not idiots it's not like you're actually trying to like trick us into thinking it's the same person everyone knows it's not we can accept that you recast them but like just like do it with some intention like yeah so i don't know i um I'm excited for the next season of Mando though. I mean, <laughs> Cause now we just got Grogu and Mando back in action, like fighting crime together or whatever they're going to do. I don't know. I love them. <laughs> I do too, but I just feel like the whole like Jedi part seemed kind of pointless now. It did. Like- it really did. It was like, they just wanted to throw that in for us. Like, I don't know. I guess they had to explain somehow, like, I don't know, like, that like they did try to make him a Jedi and it just didn't work because otherwise I feel like people would have been like oh like he has all these like he has all these really sensitive force powers and stuff like why isn't he becoming a Jedi you know I feel like if they hadn't thrown that in like and explored that people would have been like oh he should be a Jedi blah 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 so Mm -hmm. I don't know I think that was that that was I guess the reasoning but it did seem really random I don't know and why the fuck was Ahsoka just there hanging out like I just just, they they literally just did that I think to get back in our good graces they're like oh shit people aren't liking this season of Book of Boba Fett it's boring like (laughs) we got to throw in a fan favorite like get get Rosario Dawson in there for a scene (laughs) like (laughs) No, it did feel very much like people are like tuning out of this. It felt very fan servicey, like very. <laughs> like I was like, okay, this is over the top. Like, come on. Also, did you see all the memes about <laughs> Ahsoka and Luke hooking up? Yes. Like that's why she was there. <laughs> and I was like, I mean, checks out. You know, <laughs> like you're not wrong. <laughs> One of my favorite ones is they had like you know the red, what red pill, blue pill from the Matrix. Yes. It was like. 
Luke clapping Ahsoka's cheeks or like Luke dying a virgin in the last I Jedi. Know. And I was like, those are her options. <laughs> I want to know the truth. I need to know. <laughs> oh my God. But yeah, I don't know. It was just the book of Boba Fett felt a little chaotic, a little all over the place. It basically felt like two different series split down the middle. Like I it really know. did. It was, it was a weird vibe. Um, well, then it was also weird because like the whole thing is, okay, so the way that the Mandalorian ended was it was like Boba Fett's going to be like take over like the Jabba the Hutt position, like be like the crime lord for Tatooine. Yeah. So like, all right, cool. That happened. And then we get fast forward to like the last like couple minutes of the episode and Boba Fett's like, yeah, I'm not really sure I want to do this anymore. And I was then like, why the fuck did we have this whole season, my dude? So like, that was, that was my like, I was like, it's not like I didn't enjoy it, but like, what did we do? What was the whole point of all this? No, I like, know. I really... like, why are we here? Like, yes. <laughs> just so you could ride a fucking rancor around for a while. Like, <laughs> I mean, that was cool. Like, that I was, was lit. I was I on board, that. but fully on board, but still, like, yeah, I know. It just felt very silly. Um, I will say my favorite like low-key underrated character was the um the what was his name like the mayor or like the mayor's assistant yeah. or whatever I don't know the guy who had the head tails I fucking loved him he's so funny he's like I'm very good at just like groveling if you want me to do that like, yeah <laughs> so, that's on his resume like I'm great so at groveling good. Yeah, and like the the edit that I of the speeder chase of him with the speeder chase with like Tokyo Drift playing in the background. Yes. Like, <laughs> oh my gosh, so good, so good. But I love that actor. I because I, I I had to tell you this when I looked him up because I was like I recognize that voice. Like who is that actor? I've seen him in something else. And he's the he's Selena's ex husband in Veep. That's where we know him from. And I loved him in that too because he's just so good at playing like a sleazy douchebag. So he like is. I feel like that's his true calling. It's he's great. <laughs> oh man. Um. Well, anyway, um, I feel like that's all I've watched recently. Did you have any other watches? Yeah, really. The only thing I had was um, the uh, Peacemaker finale uh, happened on. Oh. Uh, the DC thing. It was actually really good. It's a okay. good show if you want to give it a shot. I don't, but I appreciate the thought. <laughs> the uh I just really don't like John Cena. I'm so sorry. Like I just I don't know. I can't get into it. <laughs> he did a really good job. And it's funny because I was thinking about it. And um back in high school, my friend and I would make fun of um there are these like terrible like WWE films. Okay. And so he was in these like two, it was like it was like 12 blocks and one was like the Marine. And like he was terrible. The movie was terrible. It just like wasn't good. Okay. And so like I saw that and I was like, yeah, I guess like John Cena like tried to be the rock or something like it just didn't like work out. He is he was so good on Peacemaker though. Like it was, truly shocks me every time like I've seen him in a movie, he's like been funny, like he has been and like. Uh, cock blockers and stuff and like he came out on peacemaker and i'm like he did good dramatic work he did good like acting work like he was hilarious like i was like i don't know where this came from like because like back like 10 years ago like, or so like he truly like was not a good actor but props to him for like stepping up his game i mean good for him i guess if you try hard enough you can do anything um 
no i i'm sure he's like a talented guy like i don't like dislike him i just think he's like not for me i just like don't for whatever reason like i just don't think he's interesting like i just is he like too buff because like kelsey has that issue i really don't like guys that are too buff that's very true um i i feel you know i actually feel the same about him as i do about the rock like i don't doubt that he's like a funny talented guy who has made like a very good career for himself and seems to have really excelled like great for him it's just like not my thing like i will not watch a movie that the rock is in like nope just not for me <laughs> but what about the fast and the furious family i i'm gonna be real with you i've literally only seen like the fast and the fear i've i've only seen like the first one or two maybe i i have not seen any of the others and there's so many i can't keep track yeah you haven't seen when the rock like joins up with them no no i have seen tokyo drift like a very long time ago and i've seen the first one is is tokyo drift the second or the third one third that's the third one actually okay i don't think i've seen the second one then actually <laughs> i don't know i again couldn't tell you <laughs> the second one is like maybe my one of my favorite titles to a movie which is too fast too, too fast furious. too furious no i do love that I, and i love the naming convention i think it's perfect it's beautiful <laughs> no they did, a do, thing. they did a great job with the naming conventions and that like they did not give a shit Wait, which one are we on right now? Like, how many have there been? Fast We're at nine? F9. We're at F9. F9. Well, yes. then, have you seen the thing that's like, the next one has to be Fast 10, your seatbelts? Yeah, I saw <laughs> that one. It was great. Like, they've got to do it, right? <laughs> they should. <laughs> we need it. God. Okay. I'm so sorry. Anyway, <laughs> do we want to get into Thirst Corner? <laughs> yeah, we do. Let me get, oh, yeah. where's my uh, okay. phone? I haven't looked up 79 year olds yet. Wow. You're so not on top of things once again. Shocking. <laughs> it comes out of nowhere for it me every gets week. You every time. I know. I'm, I'm so sorry. <laughs> <laughs> okay these look decent let's see okay uh paul mccartney oh damn okay heavy hitter hell harrison ford oh shit okay i didn't realize he was that old dude he's so old but he looks so good good for him um i mean honestly i could stop right there that that's our list like (laughs) 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 great i guess keep going fine but i already have my winner uh judge judy okay okay i'm loving the list so far i like judge judy though she a queen she's funny truly. to me yeah, yeah. I like her. big uh, fan barbara streisand damn okay wow i mean this list this list pretty good uh, stacked honestly calvin calvin klein wow okay uh joe pesci i love joe pesci man he's a funny ass dude no he seems great too uh let's see martin scorsese huh i like it makes sense i just like wasn't thinking about his age this shit is just like a stacked list like oh my god yeah no there's 79 i like it everything so far uh brian wilson of the beach boys okay fun um who else we got here 
Sorry, I did that weird thing. It skipped. Okay. Uh, Joy Bayar. Okay. She's cool. She's cool. Uh, Blythe Danner. She's like the mom from the Meet the Parents movies. Yeah. Okay. I do recall who that is. She looks good, though. Great. Uh, let's see. Um, David Bradley. He was like, um, he's done a lot of British stuff, but also on Game of Thrones, he was like the um, guy who led House Greyjoy. I can't think of the uh, person's name, but. Mm, you'd see yeah. him if you like saw him no yeah i know who you're talking about um i don't know these people oh ian mcshane i love that dude nice nice he's literally like great in everything yeah um let's see i feel I like he's one of those people, people who anything he pops up in he just like makes it better like he's one he really of those does characters. yeah i don't know the like the last half the people on this list i don't know them okay that's fine I mean, I mean we still I, had a like good I list. said, that list was stacked. Damn. I mean, my winner's obviously Harrison Ford, but like there's some other real winners on there too. Joe Pesci's like up there for me also. Joe Pesci's good. I might go like um, Paul McCartney just because like for whatever reason, like Icon. people just like shit on him as a Beatle. Like, I guess because like the other ones are dead, but I'm just like, I saw him live. He's a, <laughs> he's a good dude. I'm, oh, like, I've I seen him live he's too. Fun. He's yeah. a good dude. Yeah, no, I think they'll just shit on him because he's just kind of like the Beatle by default because he's like the last one standing. I right. don't know. I mean, <laughs> I feel like he's just gotten that recently. <laughs> yeah. Um, all right. Well, so I brought a thirst for the week and it's actually related to one of our watches that we talked about. Um, I We've talked about this guy I believe in the past and how much we love him, but I don't think we've ever addressed it on the podcast. Let's okay. talk about motherfucking Cameron Britton. Uh, I may have to look him up. Okay. We'll see he, in exactly. So most recently he played Buell in the Kristen Bell show. The yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. Okay. Motherfucking Cameron Britton. Okay. I love Cameron Britton. He is an amazing actor he's so good he's in he he's in a bunch of stuff but he's really blown up in the past few years um he most notably i think kind of blew up when he played uh our boy ed kemper on mind hunter and that's the same guy yeah yeah jeez man he is a a shapeshifter but he's so good in everything he's really tall he's like six five so he played ed kemper who is a notorious serial killer who was like six seven or some shit really big guy um if you look at the side by sides of cameron Britton and mindhunter and ed kemper they're very unsettling because it's like very it's such good casting um but he was so good at playing this just like really creepy like deadpan psychopath in mindhunter um, and I think we all fell in love with him. Um, so, but he did that, but he's done a bunch of stuff. He, I do not watch the umbrella Academy, but he's in that, um, which is like one of his bigger roles, um, that TV series that's based on a graphic novel, which isn't the graphic novel actually by Gerard way. Yep. My it is romance. Yeah. Mm -hmm. So he's in, he's in that. Um, and then he's been in a bunch of other stuff too, though. He's been in some smaller roles. Um, did you watch shrill the ad bryant tv show that was on Hulu. no i heard good things about it though actually very good highly recommend it it's the episodes are short you can blow through it fast there's like i think three three two or three seasons um he appears in the last season so he is um i i guess i'll just spoil it he's like her one of her love interests in like the 
final season um but he's really really good in that too and it's really adorable and wholesome um so he's just one of those guys that i just fucking love him everything he shows up in he is so good and he yeah he played buell in the woman in the window across the street from the girl whatever yeah Yeah. (laughs) um but when he showed up i was like oh my god it's him yay um so yeah i don't know i just love him i think he's a great actor i think he's adorable i think he it just is like makes everything that he's in just like so much better and i'm always excited to see him like getting work basically (laughs) and i love actors like that too where like they um they're kind of like chameleons for because like when you told me that I was like that's the same dude because like it's no, really hard to believe but like I love he, that when actors like totally disappear in that yeah total chameleon so good he can play funny he can play romantic he can play full-on serial killer like he does it all it's it's great <laughs> also side note I love that I did love the moment in the show when Kristen Bell realizes like she's like who is Buell like why has he been fixing our mailbox for years yeah. like, then, like he's like oh yeah he killed his whole family like I didn't think you'd want to hire him if I told you and she's like yeah you're right I wouldn't have hired him <laughs> that part was very funny <laughs> which is funny because i caught on like the next day when it was like he, he was like continuously like fixing the mailbox and yeah. i was like how long does it take to fix a damn mailbox i know i love that when she's like when you hired him to fix our mailbox all those years ago <laughs> yeah that was good <laughs> so that's mine i love cameron Britton. that's all <laughs> no that's cool um i actually was thinking honestly on the lines of like Kristen bell like she's like I think I looked her up. She's like 41 now, which like surprised me, but like, yo, she's like super attractive. Like she seems to like, keep, like keep getting better as an actress too. I just like keep noticing more and more every like time, but like now she's great. She was great in the good place. She's fun. in like this show, like, I don't know. She's just awesome. Yeah. Yeah. She is awesome. And damn, she looked good. She had like a fucking six pack in the scenes where she was like in lingerie. I was like, Oh my God. Good for you, girl. <laughs> up on the show because she's a full-blown alcoholic yes and like every scene they show her in she's like perfectly made up her hair is like perfectly done and it's like oh man i just woke up from that bender after drinking like 12 bottles of wine oh i know i love that i know she looks so good like and she has her nails perfectly done all the time like yeah i love how but that's so true because those shows always are always so unrealistic they're like oh this super hot woman's like addicted to painkillers and is an alcoholic but she still looks perfect all the time and clearly has time to work out like <laughs> i do think the one where they did a good job with that though was um in, or like a decent job like was um sharp objects if you watch that yes they made amy adams look pretty shitty in that i will say i mean she they still like made it work they made her look kind of like messy hot like she's still obviously attractive but they did like they they fucked up her hair kind of and like i mean they did an okay job of making her look like she was very tired like she looked like she drank a lot <laughs> and i think she actually said she like intentionally like ate like crap when she was like filming that show so that she would look like kind of like puffy and like bloated and like not healthy like and uh, yeah she looked pretty good for that but (laughs) but sometimes those shows are just hilarious yeah because yeah because there's no like super hot lady is has a drinking problem and you're like yeah okay (laughs) (laughs) 
Uh, not that hot people can't have drinking problems, but you know, <laughs> it's going to catch up with you. <laughs> no, but they're just like, I mean, like, even if they're like attractive, they don't have perfect hair, perfect makeup, like at like eight o'clock in the morning. Yeah, no, after they've like passed out from drinking. Yeah, exactly. Oh my gosh. Um, so I have two little articles that I just want to highlight in my random chatter for today, just because I think they're funny. I can't even really explain this one because like in my defense, I did not read the whole article because I was like, <laughs> I don't really know what you got stuff to do. I have shit to do. I'm sorry. But, um, you know, the essential oil MLM called young living. No, I mean, like, There's I know, like, like the, I, I know like the gist of like what they're doing essentially. Cause it's like, they all have the same like MO for the most part. So there's part. essentially two, um, like main kind of like essential oil MLMs. There's like two of the big, two big ones that people are in. There's one called doTERRA and there's one called Young Living. And the Young Living one, um, people are now alleging that it has been taken over by Satan. (laughs) (laughs) Yes. Like, And I just love that so much. Like people, cause like, let's be real. Like there's a lot of people who are in these who are religious. That's like a big, you know, there's a a big crossover of, um, you know, women who are in MLMs and um, people who are religious. So there's these like Christian women out there who are in Young Living, who are like leaving it or who are speaking out publicly about being concerned because they believe the young living has been um, spreading darkness and is have basically started kind of like a satanic panic situation about young living and um, saying that the company is spreading demonic propaganda. Yeah. So um, yeah, here's a quote from one of the women who is alleging this. Um, This is so much bigger than money. This is so much bigger than day-to-day life. This is eternal significance. (laughs) (laughs) So yeah. Meanwhile, the company itself is kind of like saying like, what the fuck? We don't know what you're talking about. But yeah, um, supposedly the, you know, MLM slash cult has been taken over by um by satan himself so that's fun i guess satan is into essential oils now i would hope that like satan has more to do than to run that company you know i would hope he's up to bigger shit than this but um i mean awesome good good for them you know (laughs) if this is what satan and his demons are getting up to then i guess sure great love it Which actually makes me more inclined to buy some of their essential oils, honestly. No, I mean, honestly, like what, from what you told me, I'm like, I wasn't going to do it now. Like I might. I mean, now I'm you're kind of like, not. maybe I should sign up. Like, <laughs> yeah. So that's fun. That That's a good time for, for everyone. <laughs> to be honest with you, if <laughs> Satan was leading that, the essential oils might actually do something <laughs> i know right I'm like, wow they might actually be legit in this case <laughs> that's saying that i would be good i would buy do something that's what I'm saying. no i would buy satan's essential oils but i mean fine <laughs> and then the other article that i saw that is really just um you know next level unhinged which i always love um it's a short one but basically 
Um, officials say a woman faked her pregnancy to get paid time off of work, which I love. <laughs> I love this journey for her. Um, basically, it started. Um, so this woman, Robin Folsom, uh, about two months before she was supposedly due to have a baby, this was in March 2021, um, she was a government employee. <laughs> her coworker noticed that her baby bump was askew. Oh, okay. <laughs> like, so apparently like the lower part of her stomach was supposedly like detached from her body. <laughs> oh no. Dude, that would be freaky if you just like didn't know. You'd just be like, what's going on? Yes. So the coworker's observation was, you know, one of many pieces of evidence um, for the investigation. Um, and then it, everything concluded that, yes, this woman, Robin Folsom, had faked multiple pregnancies. Multiple? Um, she'd done this multiple times. Oh, yeah. my gosh. Um, so they indicted her on three felony counts of making false statements and a felony count of identity fraud. Um, and yeah, it's just, it really blew up, especially because she was like a government employee. It just like went crazy. So yeah. Um, but I mean, how insane. I love it. <laughs> it's totally unhinged. <laughs> that really is. Yeah. Um, gosh, that's crazy. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yep. it's no I know there's nothing else to say you're just like damn that's crazy <laughs> I know I was like I thought I'd have more to say on it but there's really truly nothing else no and like... I I respect the hustle of wanting to get off work so bad that you fake a pregnancy to take like maternity leave but at the same time like come on now <laughs> oh that's what I was gonna say I was listening to a history podcast this week and so it was talking about um czar Nikolai II of Russia he's okay. basically the last czar because yeah, yeah. they oh, killed him oh you act yeah. like I don't know all about Russian history come on now <laughs> I love that shit they're they're wild <laughs> over there <laughs> so you know about Rasputin but apparently like that family like loved just like grifters in general oh yeah yeah so, Ra Rasputin was the original like swindler he's so great oh no he wasn't the original there was many before him too because his family was just dumb so uh they had uh this one guy it's like philip felipe something he told them because like they kept having like daughters there was like four daughters yeah he's like oh no like she's pregnant with a boy mm -hmm. it took them seven months for them to realize that he was wrong seven months seems way too long to realize that you're not pregnant that is an uncomfortably long time yeah that is true but then again, there's, you know, all kinds of people who don't realize they're pregnant until they're sitting on the toilet and a baby falls out. So, I mean, um, yeah, you never know. Yeah. Yeah. Fun times. <laughs> God, people are crazy. Yeah. They are. Um, well, yeah. I mean, I guess that's all of my random chatter. Um, anything else? No, I didn't really have anything else that I can think of. So, um, yeah, I guess just have a good week and peace and blessings. Peace and blessings, y'all.